What is going on, you tubanites? We got a full house. Look wow, at that. One, the age-old question, three, how many lords does it take to count down backwards from 11? Today, that answer is four, boys and girls. For those of you in the live chat playing along at home, the uh, over-under on Warlock-related books this week is three and a half. Uh, this week, uh, my man Villains Issues got in early and said, yo, can you play some breakbeats? And I was like, yes. And then somebody right after him said, can you guys play the fish lady? <laughs> the lady getting hit by the fish. So, you know what? Here's the first time on the show, DJ D D Destruction. While you guys congregate. Shit! Goddamn! Get off your ass and jam! Shit! Give the people what they want. <laughs> Straight into Apache until Blue Monday. What's up to everybody in the live chat? I uh, hope you guys are having a great time. It is Tuesday. Back from a long hiatus. Manuel, say what's good to the folks. Yo, what's up, everybody? Glad to be back. Sorry about the absence. Been super, super busy with work and everything, but happy to be back on a Tuesday show. And back with us again, Dark Side Jedi. Say what's good. Hey, hey, hey. Had a... Wonderful weekend over at the uh, Motor City Comic Con this weekend. Actually, um, shout out to Donny Cates. I met him and oh, actually got a got a shout out from him for, for all of us. So it was a fun <laughs> uh, it was a fun weekend. And Justin, say what's good to the people. What's up, everybody? Tuesday night, top ten. Let's do it. Ryan, drop that photo again into uh, the uh, Lord's <laughs> okay. group uh, Facebook chat. I forgot to. I was like, I need to get it ready. I need to get it ready. Uh, if, 
So for those, you know, Justin, uh, Manimal, I haven't talked to you guys since last Tuesday. Pretty slow week in comic books, right? I mean, not really anything happening, right? I yeah. mean, geez, no major <laughs> announcements or anything like nope. that. So uh, uh, by the way, the over-under on the... Um, uh, over-under on... Uh, what was it? Warlock uh, books. Warlock-related books is three and a half. Uh, let me... Let me put this up there so uh, we have proof of life here that Ryan was actually in outdoors. I did. Uh, <laughs> that was unbelievable. The and hermit he left did, his cave. And he did invoke his name. Boom, there you go. <laughs> Little does he know what the middle fingers were. <laughs> That's so awesome. Uh, once again, boys and girls, this is Cover Price Top 10 brought to you by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com for the small price of a McRib starting November 1st for your price guides, collections, trends, the top 10, the shakers and movers. Uh, the show is also sponsored by our good friends at KRISComics.com. Go to KRISComics.com. Use 15% to get off any KRS Comics exclusives. This bad boy is dropping uh, yeah. tomorrow. And at new time, it is... Uh, let me go look, because there is a very limited print run on these, boys and girls. Uh, this is going to be dropping uh, at, I believe, uh, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lim- print run is very small. Uh, 300 trade dress and only 200 virgins. Okay? Yeah, you know, this is the Kuro Repin variant. There you go. Trade dress on the left. Uh, Virgin variant on the right from Aftershock Comics. This is The Heathens, number one. Uh, and uh, this is the Cover Price Top 10. Sponsor you of our friends from Cover Price. We look at the uh, biggest uh, sales <clears throat> of the week, both in quantity and relation to uh, a price jump. So where are we starting off, Manimal? You know, so we always start off with a runner-up, and we've got number 11, We Live Number 1 by Aftershock back in 2020. So this Eisner-nominated series around the extinction of humanity, except for 5,000 children, is a fan favorite that's been hot since it was first released. The heat around the pricey NYCC variant spotlighted this standard first issue and sold 22 copies with a seven-day trend of 148% and had a high sale of $200 for a CGC 9.8. Yeah, I missed the boat on this one, so uh, I do not have We Live. Um, I am the Miranda Brothers. What just this? I guess this just came out. Um, no, it says Aftershock 2020. No, last year. So, it was uh, during the pandemic. Wow. Uh, do you totally under the radar. I was like, yeah, Damn, uh, it went five issues. It's going to be picking back up, but it's really interesting story. The first four issues are are one story, and then all of a sudden, it just flipped the script on the fifth and uh, last issue of the story arc. Very interesting stuff. There you go. A little we had the uh, we had the number one last year, the variant, the Dustin yeah. Nguyen variant on there uh, last yeah. year. So there you go. Runner up is We Live Number One from After Aftershock Comics 2020. I guess the hype from NYCC really jumped it up. So uh, as we said, the over under on Warlock related books is three and a half. What do we got for number ten? Well, here's your first Warlock book of the night, ladies and gentlemen. The hype is real. Marvel premiere number one from back in good old 1972. As reported, Will Poulter is confirmed to play Adam Warlock in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. This particular book features the origin of Adam Warlock, a new costume, and the first time he is called Adam Warlock. It sold 34 copies. It had a seven-day uptick of 156% and had a high sale of $1,975 for a CGC 9.2, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Wow. 
That's solid. I, solid. I have a 9.2. Wow, yeah. nice, nice. I have the Marvel premiere. I have a raw. And I also have Warlock number one because they're you know linear, right? You got to get them both. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we always talk about how this Marvel premiere has some great runs in it, and then the oh, multiple, it's great. multiple appearances of Warlock. And uh, if he does this costume on the in the movie, I'll be like, "Dear Lord, that's crazy." You got your onesie right there, but yeah. you know, it's, it's the bracelet's some, really some really moose knuckle for. coming out right there. <laughs> it's number ten on the list is Marvel premiere uh, number one. What do we got for number nine, Justin? Well, this one went totally under the radar for a lot of people. Philadelphia number twelve, the Todd McFarlane variant from Image Comics. So while this series was optioned back in 2020, this cover is simply gaining traction due to Todd McFarlane lending his pen to the title Outside of Spawn. The aftermarket simply moved on this book, sold 22 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 247%, high sale of $100 for a CGC 9.8, while the raw copies at fair market value are going around $41. So pretty crazy pretty dope so 30 days that's interesting because if you if i didn't see his signature there on the cover i wouldn't know that was a mcfarland 100 yeah yeah um and i'm gonna be a bit selfish to say somebody bought this just for halloween comic covers <laughs> 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 definitely fits the bill because it's yes, it uh, pretty gnarly man but yeah, yeah you know what now i think about it you know todd mcfarland out doing other indie books i mean it's pretty um you know he doesn't do it that often, you know, I, and I always think those variants hold more value. The guys that don't, you know, step out of their own books or, you know, because, you know, we always talk about kind of art term got oversaturated. Peach Momoko, Peach Momoko, Peach Momoko. Um, you know, they kind of, you know, oversaturate the market. And then I think the value goes down. Whereas you got guys like uh, um, Greg Land or uh, Mark Darko De- Dejervic, what's his name? Marco Dejervic and things, you know, that mm-hmm. don't often do variant covers. I think those have more legs, but you know, who knows, man? In 2029, you can't predict the market. But uh, all right. So uh, if you didn't know, there was an Eternals premiere last night. And uh, for the most part, it's gotten a lot of good reactions. So what do we got for number eight? Yeah, a lot of good reactions, except for all those people who are pissed about the spoiler alert at the end. <laughs> uh, anyway, so number eight, we have the Eternals number one from 1976. With Marvel's Eternals weeks away, the market continues to buy up copies of this key first team appearance as excitement for the film builds. Sold 39 copies, had a seven-day trend of 145%, had a high sale of $3,199.99 for CGC 9.8. This is $1,000 over the then $2,199.99 price that helped it land on the list last week. So in a week, wow, wow, up a thousand. I remember when this was like a, you know, a $1,500 book in a 9.8, um, you know, when the movie was announced. Um, so, um, I, you know, whatever, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a certain book that shows up on our shakers list because um, even though there was a, a review embargo that's uh, lifted Sunday where they could do their full on you know, spoiler reviews, uh, people have uh, somehow already leaked one of the end credit scenes. So we won't say it here. Uh, I think most of you know, because if you've been on Instagram, you've kind of seen the guy all over the damn place. Um, yeah. But so, you know, we won't say it here, but in, you know, I'm pretty sure in the live chat and certain apps have already spoiled it for folks. So, um, and in my th- mind, I'm thinking Marvel kind of let it go. They're like, you know what, this, you know, because you remember nobody gave a shit about uh, Venom until the end credit scene got leaked. Right. And uh, for the uh-huh. most part, Sony kind of kept it up. You know what I mean? They they uh, I guess it was whack-a-mole. It was, was going to pop up regardless anywhere it went. But 
I mean, for the Shang-Chi trailer, I mean, do you remember the details on those end credit scenes were really hard to find? Yeah. Um, when I just Googled Eternals end credit scene, it came up on Screen Rant or these other <laughs> easy websites. So, uh, you know, if you want it on there, go for it. So number eight on the list is Eternals number one from 1976. What do we got for number seven? Here we go. Number two is Fantastic Four number 66. It's from 1967. And before Adam Warlock was named, he was simply referred to as him. This issue, this issue features the origin of him before taking on the mantle of Warlock in Marvel premiere. Uh, number one, it sold 36 copies, had a seven-day trend of 163%, and had a high sale for 995 bucks for a CGC 9.2. Yeah, this is probably one of the harder ones to find, as well as the other FF book one. He's in a cocoon. Um, one of the multiple iterate, you know, well, that's why this Warlock character, we've always said, you know, it's got crazy appearances all over the place. But, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, she pretty much says, Adam, you know, that was, mm -hmm. you know, right. pretty much you should he was coming by then. So hopefully you guys bought these all up uh, before. He was officially announced the the kid from we are uh, we are the millers who i i i'm sorry i still see him as the guy singing uh, waterfalls by tlc <laughs> that was uh, hilarious know? yeah <laughs> yeah so we'll see uh, how he does with the role you know what i mean i mean it's probably going to be obviously he has great comedic chops so it's probably going to be some elements of comedy i mean it is a james gunn movie right after all so yep. i'm imagining so he's going to be a character kind of like uh in a way like mantis you know what i mean like new to the world and like naive kind of type thing um, probably because you gotta have for every comedy you gotta have a straight man right like you know who's uh, somewhat serious the gamora has always been like the serious one out of the group right uh, if you think about the guardian <laughs> so maybe he will be um but uh yeah that's their second warlock book on the list so the list is at the over under is three and a half all right so uh returning champion is shows up next for number six yeah, we got a Young Blood number two, but the pink logo variant. So, of course, we broke news uh, about two weeks ago. They said that Jake John Hall is going to be casting as Prophet. So, reignited the first appearance, uh, Young Blood number two, right here. So, last week sold 51 copies, had a seven day uptrend of 168%, and a high sale for this pink logo variant for $399 for a CGC 9.8. Oof. I guess I should get some of my 10 of them graded. Uh, so that went wild when this first announced because they were super cheap books, um, you know, and, you know, luckily you got them for before the LCS is jacked up prices on them. Shout out to Comics, Tubes, and Toys. My LCS was uh, able to hook me up. They had a bunch of these, and I think I got three or four of the pink ones in the regular uh, variant. I don't know what the the ratio between the two was and you know i maybe somebody in the live chat or i'll ask comic cron uh online to see um if they know what the ratio between regular cover and the mm -hmm. uh pink variant is um it's you know it was 1992 boys and girls there was a ton of gimmicks at comic shops uh for different like um you know covers you know for um but um uh, like i always say you know the profit version of young blood to me is much better than the young blood or the live held version like like the because that one, or excuse me, the uh, Stephen Platt run on uh, Profit was just absolutely incredible. Um, the art and everything on it. So hopefully uh, that Stephen Platt run also starts uh, getting some love as well. So number six on the list is Youngblood number two, the pink logo variant. All right. Uh, since we are halfway through the show, boys and girls, let me introduce a new sponsor to the show. If you're tired of paying eBay fees, check out our friends at MiceLabs.com. 
Tired of paying 10%, 15% or more to sell your cards, comics, and digital collectibles? How does 1% sound? Too good to be true? Well, not anymore. MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now slabbed comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. Um, I'm the old guy, so can somebody tell me what sealed wax is? Um, any idea? <laughs> no uh, idea. All right, because uh, I know they sell trading cards, uh, they sell slab comics, and they sell NFTs, but uh, I have no idea what... I think uh, it's for your surfboard. There you go. <laughs> um, so go check out our friends at myslabs.com, 1%, and then you just pay PayPal fees. If you're tired of getting raked over to Kohl's on eBay for fees and taxes and whatnot, man, it's crazy. All right, halfway there, boys and girls. What do we got for number five? It's about, uh, it's, it took a while for this to show up. I thought it was going to show up sooner. Yeah, a lot of controversy controversy and media coverage over this, so shouldn't be surprised to see Superman, Son of Kal-El, number two, but this is going to be the Inhuk Lee variant. This issue features the first appearance of Jay Nakamura, whom DC has shared that Superman's son, John Kent, will explore his bisexuality within upcoming issues, specifically issue number five. This variant for Jay's first appearance sold 42 copies, had a seven-day trend of 242%, and had a high sale of $17.40 for a raw copy. So that's what sealed wax is. So they're um, sealed, uh, unopened packs of of trading cards. Mm -hmm. I never knew that. Coated with so, so DC's calling their shot here with uh, specifically issue number five. Is that what they're doing there? Trying to get a lot of hype out for issue five yeah. and make Pretty everyone feel like you need yeah. to buy that one? It's it's a cyclical thing. Uh, the Who was the was the, uh, Nightwing or who was it? Jason, the, uh, uh, Tim Drake. Yeah. So, you know. That was not that like, long ago. Yeah, that was like so, a you know month what? It's, ago. Just, it's just it's just it's gonna be on this list for two or three weeks. You know, people love to buy in controversy, as they say over on the across the pond. So, mm -hmm. Superman, Son of Kal El, number two, the Inhuk Lee variant. Oh man, we got to see crypto on there. Crypto is a badass on Titans, by the way. Um, thoroughly enjoy love uh, that dog and love that show. Wow. Although crypto seemed to do more in the previous seasons, right? I mean, he was actually doing laser eyes and everything, right? Uh, I'm trying to see what he's doing this year, but uh, you Not know, much. I'm digging this. I'm digging this season. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Beast Boy. Yo, he kicks mm -hmm. ass. I mean, uh, yeah. he like he's like looks like a true martial artist on there when he's doing his stuff. Like he doesn't even need to turn into animals. I guess you know, say hey, just fight better and we can save money on CGI. All right, number five on the list is Superman, Son of Kal El. Number two, the Ian Huck Lee variant. All right, uh, we I think uh, we got another book to, for yeah. over under maybe. What do we got? Yeah, it looks like this is number three of the night, and uh, Warlock and the Infinity Watch number one from back in 1992. When it comes to affordable keys for Warlock, this is the one. This classic 90s cover was the premiere issue for the Infinity Watch series and was easily found in $1 bins for decades. With Warlock confirmed for the MCU, it's now worth $35 raw after selling 106 copies with a seven-day uptick of 151%. This is the costume I'd like to see. Oh, yeah. Flowing oh. cape and everything. Oh, yeah. Because, um, you know, obviously uh, from the comics, you know, the Warlock is the guy that has the Soul Stone, right? If I'm correct. Um, yeah. You know, and so for the longest time, he's kind of, you know, equated with that. It'd be interesting to see 
you know, how that's that's done now. Um, I guess, you know, you could you bring back the... I mean, it's only a matter of time before they bring back the Infinity Stones. They're such a big part of the of the Marvel Universe, right? You got to think they, they got to mm-hmm. come back. Plus, you know, for all you really true geeks out there, the Infinity Stones only work for their universe. And that's why in Loki, you know, they had a drawer full of them that really didn't do anything <laughs> because they weren't in their universe. I just tell you where the, uh, whatever the Time Variance Authority was, was a different world. And just like um, we saw in What If, when that particular timeline Ultron showed up with a soul jump with soul stone already. And right when Thanos appears, what would be in part of infinity war before he gets the soul stone from vision. So people were like talking about the, what if how oh, is that so easy? Well, you got to think that's Ultron plus vision plus a soul stone. That's pretty powerful. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, we'll see where they go with this man. But yeah, I remember this book. Good Lord, man. And I used to see this in like, uh, like used bookstores for like, you know, 25 cents. It was like Warlock and Infinity Watchers all over the place, but uh, has an interesting team of characters too. So we'll see where they go with this because Guardians is the last James Gunn film. Who knows? Maybe they spin out and do Warlock and uh, uh, the Infinity Watch as another team. So number four on the list is Warlock and the Infinity Watch, number one from 1992. Next up is a classic cover. Ooh, this is a nice one. Superman, son of Kal-El, number one. Uh, of course, with the news of Superman's son, John Kent, shook the internet with the news that he's a bi- that he's bisexual. Interest in the overall story arc has a lot of people going and fans of racing to pick up that first issue with this classic cover, Superman, number one. It sold 63 copies last week, had a seven-day uptrend of 291% and a high sale for $38.54 for a raw copy. Not yeah, I love the Golden Age homage to this it's cover. Cool. Yeah, for sure. We always talk about Superman Golden Age. There's a ton of uh, yellow yellow covers. Do you guys know which particular cover this is? Uh, of Superman, Superman One, though. Superman One. Is it Superman One? Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, everybody remembers Action Comics number one, but you know, you know, with him lifting the car, and whatnot, still not being able to fly back then. He was just leaping tall buildings in a single bound. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, here's, we should do this trivia as a giveaway. Like, what was the first Superman issue where he actually flies? Um, it's, it's a, uh, it's not as easy as you think to. You would just say Superman one, two, three, or four, but it take a while for him to actually start flying mm-hmm. in the comics themselves. You know, I'm not even upset that they made him bisexual i'm upset that they aged him up i liked him when he was a kid man that super son mm-hmm. storyline was phenomenal who knows what dc does there's so many different iterations of characters they may just keep on doing it i mean dc fandom i meant they they went they didn't even talk about superman well they did i guess the cw version <clears throat> of superman but you know um i haven't asked you guys since uh, you know you guys haven't shared your thoughts on the lord since uh dc fandom what did you guys think of the batman trailer man i am ready Awesome. They, I'm, I'm sold Amazing. hook line and sinker yeah i really dig it uh, uh it black like, adam looks great uh, yeah black adam i'm that's the actually DC flash show looks I'm interesting movie. i'm most excited about is uh is black adam we got to see dr fate hold the helmet but not actually wearing the helmet yo we need uh some dr fate and specter in the uh dc universe right we need they need to bring in some sorcerers i mean for god's sakes come on <clears> man <throat> Can a brother just get a sorcerer in the DCU? And also Static. They talked about Static. Um, and then there was a... What was the anime that they were doing? Um, help me out, Justin. That what is the, the Static Shock. That's what's going to yeah. be animated. Yeah. They're doing it's that as an animated series. Uh, no, announced. anime. There's a DC oh. anime uh, coming. Uh, is it? Is it the Titans? Or some, somebody help me on a live chat. They announced it oh, They did DC everything. It's Aquaman has that, uh, that new thing. And then... That you know, little Aquaman animated 
thing was I think that's on HBO cring- Max right now. Yeah, it's really that good. was cringeworthy. <laughs> the song where he sings with the fishes and everything. I was like, oh my god, that was the only only downside to DC fandom to me was the hosts and their really bad like puns and jokes. It was like, oh, just show us the good <laughs> stuff. Just show us the footage. That's what we came here for. So number three on the list is Superman, Son of Kal El. Number one, one, one. What do we got for number two? Number two, we've got Misfit City from Boom Studios back in 2017. Deadline recently reported that Boom Studios' Misfit City is in works at HBO. Sold 24 copies, had a seven-day trend of 807%, and had a high sale of $49.99 for a raw copy. Holy cow, I even missed out on this one. Man. Yeah, I couldn't find it anywhere this weekend. I mean, I missed out on the news. I mean, you know, that, you know, it was coming to HBO. I mean, jeez, um, so much news has dropped. It's like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like, um, but, you know, with the HBO treatment, you know, they can get some serious money behind it. If you remember, like, the Watchmen series, that was very well done and it looked really, really good. Any HBO series nowadays, they put a lot of money behind it. Um, you know, I was watching, like, I'm rewatching The Wire again, you know, and those back in the day when, you know, one of the earliest like HBO series along with the Sopranos and everything still great shows David Chase and Dave Simon or, or Chase and Simon uh, one of them did uh, The Wire one of them did The Sopranos just great stuff man great stuff uh, if you don't have HBO go out and get it man it's worth, the worth money, it man. Yep. yeah price of this is <laughs> Misfit City numero uno Getting to born number one, boys and girls. Can you guess what it is? Let's see. There's three Warlocks war- so far. Ooh. We have an over-under on Warlock at three and a half. There's three. Did you hit it? Oh. Guess not. Superman, son of Kal-El number two. As noted, this first appearance of John Kent's new love interest, Jay Nakamura, is on fire this week with 92 copies sold, a seven-day uptrend of 328%. And a high sale of just about 35 bucks for a raw copy. This issue should continue to see some increases, I think, over the next couple of weeks. Yep. <clears throat> Superman, Seneca L, number two, coming in at number one. We'll see how long it lasts for, right? I mean, if you think about, you know, anytime they, they do this, it gets a boost in sales and it just kind of settles into whatever, you know, world that it's in. But for the most, you know, you know, people get uh, riled up about it, and controversy always sells. And it seems uh-huh. to they they notice kind of thing. You know, when mainstream media starts talking about it, that's when you really know, and you can read the tea leaves, and you know that uh, something is coming down the way. So, well, the only have- reason mainstream media is picking it up is because they say they see Superman is bisexual, not understanding right. that it's not Superman, really. It's yeah, his it's son. Just, so I mean, they're you, like, I'll oh back- wow, Superman's gay? What? No. Yeah. Let's I mean, step back. It's back not Superman. Further. Where Miles Morales came, you know, they said Miles Morales is Spider-Man and people are like saying, Miles Morales is now a Puerto Rican, a black Spider-Man. That's not Spider-Man. Peter Parker, you know, is like, you know, they never, it's like an aide whispers in the ear to have them jump on their soapbox and they realize it's an alternate version. But, you know, for geeks, we all know what the real deal is. So uh, once again, shout out to Donny Cates for everything you do for the community. (laughs) Um, Ryan there. With his all kinds of beads and stuff, looking uh, very uh, Grateful Deadish. 
<laughs> Deadhead. Nice, po- Deadhead-ish. nice polish, bro. Thanks, hey, man. all right. So I'll keep it at 30 minutes. Uh, NBA tip-off is tonight, boys and girls. So I'll go to let you watch the, uh, the NBA games. And I do believe I will give you an update of the Dodgers score since we're, you know, we're all about the kids here, boys and girls, because I think it was tied up. For those who want to hang out with us and not watch a Dodger game, we really appreciate it because... Uh, the um i would say that is probably everyone outside of california oh dodgers won six to five wow they were down five to two so uh yeah red Sox are beating the astros two to one regardless if you're a dc or marvel fan you should all hate the astros and wish for them to lose (laughs) that's why i put it dark side jedi any last words hey tuesday nights as always thanks for joining us um we always have a blast going through this list um, glad to see everybody's, you know, this is always the one that we say you, you might have a chance, uh, to Thursday, maybe not so much. So join us on Thursday for that shake it up list. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, man, any last words? No, just great to be back. Nice, fun little Tuesday cover price show. And, um, yeah, if you're interested in any super boy, Superman, son of Kal-El talk, feel free to check out the comic-con podcast where Justin and I give our controversial question mark opinions on the matter the devil justin where can they find the comic-con podcast uh you can find it on spotify itunes google podcast anchor fm myspace uh, friendster pornhub uh wherever you want to email email remember that one bear share uh, i'll be doing two whatnot tales i think this week so follow me nemesis underscore prime on the whatnot app i should be doing some sales later in the week so be sure to be following me Yep. Thank you guys all for watching. We will see you Thursday for the comic book shakers of the week. I'm pretty sure there'll be a Eternals related character on there. That's maybe dollar of the place. That's my guess, but you never know what Matt DeVoe throws at us. So uh, for Dark Side Jedi, Manimal, Nemesis Prime, this is TiVo. Keep digging in them long boxes and we will see you guys Thursday. Peace out, y'all.